Hello. And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Deese Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. Woo! Let's get into it. Hello. <laughs> the lovey puppy is in the studio today. I know Ryan is here, but he is so tired. He is mentally standing in our pantry. <laughs> he is mentally. <laughs> oh, show. I know, he's so tired. He's not even getting up none. He's like... Like he was asleep on me on the couch, and I then know. I came into this room, and then he slept again yeah, on he me. was sleeping on me when I was reading in my chair. Which does not accommodate people like Like him. on you? Mm-hmm. Like in the chair? Faux show. He's a good boy. <laughs> you know, he's a small dog, but he's not as small as he thinks he is at the same time. No. I know, but he'll... That's like he'll a chihuahua be move. damned if he doesn't compact himself <laughs> for your convenience. <laughs> I know, he's so good. He's a good boy. I'm glad he's calm today. He obviously is very tired. He must have been up all night. Well, he also doesn't like midday. Midday is the worst. We were just talking about this. I think is everybody. Yeah, like, it's the midday slump. Everybody hates the midday. Yeah, I don't think that's true. There has to be somebody out there that enjoys the midday. I think midday is terrible because you can't really do anything, and if you do anything, it completely messes up every other schedule, mostly morning and night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you meet someone at one, you're like, like I, I wake up at maybe nine, and then I do whatever. But it's like I can't really sit and relax, or like not relax because I have to, do, you know. But it's yeah. like ugh, awkward timing, and then you can't do anything else. You can't see anybody else, and then. You know, your nighttime is all messed up because, say, it goes till 5. And then it's like, well, now I have to decompress and I have to rest because I'm so exhausted by being, you know, up the whole day. I just feel like you're just constantly trying to catch up. Yeah, if you have, like, a... Like, constantly feel like you're running out of time. In the midday. Like, it's already this time, it's already this time, it's already this time. I know. That's why I, I try, as a rule, to not look at the clock on weekends and I live by the sun. That's why I'm so good at knowing what time it is by yeah. the sun. <laughs> I do. I live by this on Allison. You know it's true. It's happened many a time. It has happened many a time. <laughs> I know it's quite interesting. Anyways. I sleep by the moon. <laughs> I'm tired. I sleep by the moon. Yeah, she's tired right now. She Baby's might take a nap. fussy. <laughs> you might take a nap after I this. just want to lay on the couch. Uh, see, and then that's the worst part is because by the time it's like the midday, say you're like... You were lazy all morning, then you feel gross during this time. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to go out tonight, I like, you know, to cancel out the gross behavior. But yeah. then you're like, by the time night rolls around and your plans come up, you're like, but I'm just so tired from doing nothing all day. I know. I wish I liked midday. I wish I was a person that liked midday because we pretty much predominantly live the majority of our lives in midday. Well, we yeah, don't really no do duh. it in the morning. Is that why people don't like it? Because they're tired? Probably. I love mornings. I love mornings because nobody can really ask much of you. That's incorrect. You ask me so much shit in the mornings. I know. It's true. It's actually the time that people ask the most of you so they can fuck up your midday. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're doing chores, I feel like it's a... Like, I've been doing chores all day. All day I've been doing them. What did you do? Well, I worked out. I made breakfast. Beautiful spread, by the way. Lovely. And then... I finished my book. I wrote a review for this local newspaper that I'm writing for, which is neither here nor there. And then now I'm filming this and I have to do my hair and then I have to 
do my nails. It's like a whole other thing. It's not so much chores as self-maintenance. I know. Let me tell you, there's a lot of self-maintenance to do. It's just exhausting. It's exhausting to let this run for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) But it's scary for everybody if I don't maintain. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what are we talking about today, Allison? Today we are talking about financial stability. I know, because we touched on this in a previous episode. And actually last week's episode. That's why I wanted it to be this week. Yeah, because we like to keep it consistent on this. Yeah, keep the ball rolling. Keep keep it in motion. rolling. What's the point of the wheel if we don't use it? Exactly. So then if you're listening to this, it can be a story. Yeah. That's the point. Everything is a story. So what do you think about financial stability? I can't, you know what? I can't remember what we said about it in the last episode. You know, episode. I can remember actually exactly everything Okay, then why it. don't you tell me? <laughs> why are you making me start? Because you're the one that doesn't have a job. <laughs> then, then wouldn't you say that financial stability is very important You know what? This is what I'm going to say. This is what I, maybe, yeah. Yeah. In a weird, in a very narcissistic way. Well, yeah, that's why I need someone who's financially stable. He's got to carry the team. I know. You know what? This is how I feel about financial stability. Okay. Looking at the narrative of feminism today in our culture, I feel like it has nothing to do with financial stability. I feel like it has everything to do with growing at your armpit hair and hating men, which means, mm. pre- which really, I mean, it's gets more you nowhere. Ide- ideological. <laughs> it's ideological. And it's like, while I guess you could do those things, it neither progresses, it, it, it just does nothing. It doesn't progress anything. It degenerates everything. Yeah. But if you're really looking. It's almost like we're trying to look like cavemen again. Yeah. And be mean and bitter. Like, we're totally switching roles here. We like are. the men are wearing the tailored quarter shorts, like three quarter shorts. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the women are growing armpit hair. That's very true. It's like very different. Why are the men wearing the tight skirts? Why? <laughs> why do the women want to wear pants? I know. If a skirt's so bad, why do men want to wear it? Why do women abhor the skirt if that's what we're sexualizing men to wear these days? It makes no sense. Does that not also feed into the stigma that a skirt is sexualization? Well, if we get down this rabbit hole, you're never going to have an illogical argument because it's an illogical statement that everything is founded on, which is feminism. Yeah. But basically, the point is, I was reading Candace Owens' book, Blackout, which I highly recommend everyone to read. Yeah, I linked it. Yes, very, very good. has so much actual knowledge, history, truth makes you smarter definitely but anyways she was talking about feminism she like touched very briefly on it about feminism and kind of like it's the whole point of it was to get women to vote and to let us have jobs and like apply for credit cards and base you know what i'm saying yeah that's pretty much like it but now we've taken it to this extreme because we're over cultured population we're very over and so it's like we have so much like now we have so much freedom and so much free time and it's like well what else can we get and then sin and greed and evil comes in and takes you know all that stuff but essentially like the fundamental ideas have kind of been realized i would say and now we just sit here like because we touched on last week where it's like oh women get paid less than men this is probably true it sounded like it wasn't, I didn't believe that in the last episode. Well, it is, it is true. It is true. But, but it, there's like a lot of factors. That I think there's a lot. That was yeah. a big thing that I actually learned in my, I learned in my economics class in high school. Was oh, yeah. a, that was like an idea. Like there was three, three things of like why companies are less likely to hire women and why they get paid less. Like, well, that was, like, a real thing. Really? Yeah. What were the three things? Well, I remember someone put undependable. But he meant it 
in the pregnancy sense. Yes. Because they yeah. mostly don't hire women because they don't want to pay extra for maternity leave and stuff like that. And it's like you're getting less time out of it. That's why some companies don't want you to be married. Yeah. And it's like men just don't have that same risk that women do. Like, that's just how it is. And then women make less than men because men tend to negotiate more for a higher salary, but women will just take things it's, up front. Yeah, and true. it's like that's mainly why they get paid less. It's like they approach it differently. And they're like, it's not because of the company's prejudice. It's because of the tactics that the people go about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm like, so interesting. That, that is very I true. thought it was cool that we learned that. You know what? Because those are the two things I think about also. Because if I'm hiring, like, we're just going to gloss over Whiskey Foxtrot something. There's a movie called, like, Whiskey Foxtrot or Foxtrot Whiskey or something. And one of the characters, in the, it's about a woman journalist who goes to, like, Iraq and interviews Al-Qaeda and does all this stuff. And it's pretty crazy, but in the movie, it's played by Tina Fey, they choose her to go there because she's not married. Mm. And it's like, we're just going to gloss over that fact that the whole reason she was chosen was be, and all the, like, the other people were men. Yeah. But it's like, that is very true, because a woman is more apt to put her family and her kids first, which there's nothing wrong with that. And we try to demonize that and make it bad, but it's like someone has to put it first. Yeah. And men, they just don't, I don't think they're just equipped emotionally or they're just not equipped yeah. psychologically as well as a woman They just is. don't have the same bond, I think, that a mother would have to the kids. Yeah, and it's also... like, there's always exceptions to the And also, book. like, sex, for example. Who yeah. bonds more during sex? Women. Women bond more during sex. Yeah, women, women carry the baby. Yeah, women are emotional creatures. Yeah. Men are more rational. Exactly. And, like, that's just... That's the part that we feel, and that's totally fine. And I think demonizing that really sets us back in so many ways where we're yelling at people about, we're not getting paid enough, but yet we're not even standing up for ourselves. When I get... I... Right now, every job that I have gotten, my starting wage has been 2% more than what they offered initially. Yeah. Every, and I'm not saying that this is like, you know, what I'm being offered is like a crazy amount. But it's like the starting wage is 2% more than what they offer. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is Because really what do I say? Say I'm getting paid 50 grand. You know what I say? I want to get paid 70,000. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's too ridiculous. Okay, fine. Then meet me in the middle. Yeah, meet me in the middle. That's literally yeah. what <laughs> men do, you guys. That's like, what men do. They don't monopolize do. on this They tactic. don't. And it's like, and it's like, well, you know, I'll just prove it to them. No, no one's trying you to listen what? to the you. You know what? The only one who puts women in a corner is the woman who thinks that she is less than. Yeah, so here's the first part being financial financially intelligent or savvy or whatever is to when you do go for a job like always ballpark higher ballpark yeah. like an insane amount like i'm not talking like like 70,000 for a starting wage given it's not like a big four company or like a huge you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's pretty bold but it's like it will definitely get you a lot more than what you thought. it will get you way more way more like then yeah. you'll find what they're actually willing to pay you. Exactly, yeah. Like, they're exactly. always going to lowball you. And it's like, is that just... Do I initially start... Because the argument could be, will you initially start out with a lower wage that you have to work No, up that's what women think. No, not no, true at all. it's not true. No, actually, men know it's hard to get a fucking raise. It's hard to get a raise. And I would say that they start it... They always lowball everybody. They always lowball because everybody. Because they want to see... Because they don't really want to pay you. And it's like... Like, they don't say, I like you. I'm going to pay you this much. It's yeah. like, no. you got to, like, bust and the job I have now, which is a terrible job, I hate it, but irregardless of that fact, they wanted to pay me something, like, so low. It was ridiculous. Like, it was just not worth the time. Yeah. And they said that they didn't want to hire me because of my lack of experience. So I said, okay, because of my lack of experience, that qualifies me to not have a livable wage. 
Mm. No, it does not. Yeah. And I said, of course, you have 401ks and benefits and all these are put into consideration. But it's like if I want to buy a house or I want to get anywhere, I want to get a new car or something, you're going to have to pay me so it's worth my time coming here. Yeah. You know, because I'm not coming here because I, I love your, I love your company and I love looking at numbers all day. That's not why I'm here. Yeah, you like, know I'm here it. for money. I'm here to live well. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. at least live comfortably if I'm going to give you my entire life then you better give me a reason to show up and it changed by 10 grand yeah you know what I'm saying yeah Yeah. because that's how low it started out and it's like I'm sorry but like when they said that I was like that is not a viable reason yeah if you don't if I'm not qualified for the job don't offer me the job how about that don't say I'm offering you the job I'm going to give you 10% less because you're not as qualified well then why don't you hire someone you know, who is qualified and lowball them. Why don't you waste their time, you know? So, see, just stand up because you know what? What are they going to say? No, you already are jobless. Yeah, seriously. I know. (laughs) Like, chances are you're not missing out on a great company. Exactly. But, see, then that's where the narrative of, like, the glass ceiling and everything comes in because it's like... Yeah, that is when... You know what? Every time we think that we are held back in society, it is because we choose to view ourselves that way. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what it is at all. It's like, the restraints are all mental. Yeah. And they always have been and they always will be. Yeah. Like, the restraints are all mental. And it's like, even with this, like, current political climate... It's like still, yeah, like it's all totally mental. mental. No one has as much power as you think they have, mm-hmm. and you must always question the man. You must it's always. the only thing I agree with with anarchists. You I must <laughs> never trust the government. Never trust the government. Mm-hmm. You must always I mean, but question. But that's what this whole country was founded on: we the people. Yeah, that initially, innately, in that I know. Statement. And so it's like, like of course, there's guess what? There's always going to be bias in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, hate to break it to you, it's like there will people that will not like you because you are a woman. And there will be people who will prefer you because you are a woman. Mm. That's just how it goes. And it's like, if you're going to have the preference because you're a woman, you're going to have the bias against women. Mm. Like, it's always going to be there. It's, sometimes it's not a thing that's taught. Sometimes it's a thing that's innate. It's track records. It's experiences that build up these stigmas and everything. Yeah. And you know what? That's on them. Like, mm-hmm. that's their problem. But yeah. don't blame that person on, like, the world's view. For sure. Like, it's like, you can go somewhere and still make something of yourself. Like, you yes. can still make something yourself. And people have been able to do that for years. For years. That's why we ha- we were watching The Dirt. The Dirt on Netflix. Great movie about Motley Crue. And it's like, they came from nothing and they were one of the biggest bands, right? Yeah, totally. In the world. And it's like, what other country can you do that? The la- I didn't see like start from dirt. Like, did you sheep? see? Yeah, did you see um a movie from rags to riches in China? Have you seen a movie about that lately? About a China person in China becoming rags to riches? No, because they're fucking communists. Um, the King and I. The King and I is Persian. <laughs> That's not Persian. I don't think it's Chinese. I totally thought it was Chinese. Oh my gosh, it might be. I always thought that movie was boring. But what about <laughs> Shen Yun? That's, like, illegal in China. Yeah. I've always wanted to see Shen Yun, you guys. Last year was going to be my year, too. Like, last year I was going to see Shen Yun. <laughs> I'm so upset. But anyways, the point is you can make anything of yourself. So this leads to a lot of financial freedom in relationships, which is kind of the whole point of this episode. It's like we're turning into political. You know what? This is what I have to say. One time I was with a friend, okay. and we were at brunch, and she was telling me that she was at this job and she went to her 401k meeting, you know, because the job gave her benefits and stuff. And they had a whole meeting about it and like, because she had been there for 90 days so she could, you know, there's like a word for it, like put in some of her money. There's like a word for it. So you put in some of your money to the 401k and the company matches it, which everyone kind of knows the premise of that. And then they talked about the benefits. And she told me that she left that meeting 
saying to herself that she needs to marry wealthy because she can't figure this out. Yeah, yeah. And that is just, it's just the most ridiculous thing because you don't know if you're going to marry well at all and you don't know if the person you're going to marry has a 401k. And it's like, we do ourselves a disservice by not knowing those things, you know? Yeah. And then that doesn't make us well-equipped financially for our future, for our children or for our future mate or anything, you know, because it's like if we... I don't want to balance the books. Like, if we're in this time now where women are forced to work because it's not really an option anymore, at least if you're in California, both parties in the family structure have to work, then you should do yourself a service of knowing exactly how and why you're forced to do it every day. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Not everyone gets a job. Not everyone lands a job maybe as good as hers. And it's like you're just going to... And most people do. Because it's complacency. It's complacency in everything. It's like, well, my parents always had money. They figured it out. I don't really understand it. But it'll probably be figured out. And then one day, everything you have is taken away. And you're like, oh, well, maybe I should have figured it out. Yeah, it's like no duh. Like no, Like everything requires work and effort. And it's like to be financially stable like because also the thing is when people get in relationships there's a whole big talk about money about like what do you, you do you know what this is a th- that i want to raise you this question yeah do you think our the corporate finance teacher would present this question and he oh. said it once got him into a really like not himself but got these two students into a very heated argument oh boy should couples should married couples have a joint bank account or should they keep it separate Wow, why did they get heated about that? Because, like, it's like they're married. Of course it should be joined. Of course. And then it's like, um, no, they should keep it separate because what if one of them is, like, a dirty bastard? <laughs> and they got into, like, a whole fight about it. It actually does spark more emotion than you would think. No, it Because does. it shows lack of trust if you have a separate. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, independence and it's, like, can you leave Well, I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. Um, California, if you're being married in California, it's common law of property state. So even if you have two separate bank accounts... That's true. It's it still up for matter. grabs. It's That's all so up for grabs. So it actually doesn't even matter. And then I saw a TikTok where this girl had, like, they had a joint account, and then they had their own separate accounts. Yeah. And then so, like, the joint account obviously went to everything, and then the leftover money they would, like, or, like, yeah, every month or every three months or whatever, they would get, like, an allowance to their own account. Mm-hmm. And they could, like, use on whatever You know, like, I mean, because the way our bank accounts have always been structured in this family is like our father holds the card to all the accounts so we can see every account and what it does yeah and like that's what i would want you know what i'm saying like so even if you had separate bank accounts like say you had like a fun money fund like like you're still on each you still like see everything going on Mm. you know what i'm saying i don't really see the point because here's the thing if i was with someone and they wanted to keep things separate i would be like what the fuck it doesn't even matter you know, it doesn't actually matter unless you have a prenup and you say these things. It, even then, even if you have prenups, prenups don't really stand up as much as people think they do. It's like, it's sort of like the bones, but it can be picked apart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is kind of shocking to me that prenups can be actually dismantled. But it's not that shocking. Yeah, I guess not. Because everything changes. Because when you sign the prenup, now it's not the same. I as mean, when you put anything the in the hands of a lawyer, it won't be the, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's never going to be the original intention. That is very true. But, I mean, like, if the whole thing is to be, like, well, like, that's not security. You know what security is to me? Security is, to me, assets you have before you get in a relationship. That's security. If you think money is security, you have a very narrow view on what financial stability is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because money, financial stability is not having money in your bank account. It's, do you have properties? Do you have stocks? Do you have investments? Do you have funds? You know what I'm saying? Because those things, if you set those up, it's much harder for the person coming in to take them. 
Yeah. Because it's not common property. That's you know, even true. though when you marry, it becomes common property, but you can have trusts in place before they ever came. Yeah. You know, it's like so your true. friend. Yeah. You know, well, like our father did that too. Yeah, he did. So everything is in a trust that's very separate because it was done before. T- even if you're like, say I have a house and like I'm with this guy and I buy a house while I'm with this guy, I can still put that in a trust. Or say I buy this house. You can because you can buy it and you cannot put his name on the I title. I cannot put his name and on the title. And he legally can't he do legally anything to put his name. Because he did not contribute to that at all. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. He the didn't. only way he would put it on it is if you put his name on the it. The only way he could get Also, something... whoa, whoa. Pro tip. Wee, wee, wee. My pot's going numb. Pro tip. Yeah. Always on anything, choose or. Or. If you're putting two names, or. put or. Uh, never <laughs> and. Never, never and. and. I don't even know because why they say that. Because say, if you put and, both signatures are required for people. If you put or, you only need one person to sign. Here's where it comes in handy. Say you're on the title with your parent for the house. Mom or me. Yeah. Mom and me. Mom and me. Mom dies. Whoa. Not going to get so a signature So now you want to sell her. the house. You want to sell it? Government says no go. Need mom's signature. You say mom died. They say too bad. Stuck with the house. No, you have to do the... You can do it, but it's like this whole thing. It's like because you have to get the death certificate, and then you have to prove that it she is, died. It is and way then you have to too go, much work. You way can do it, work. but it's like so much work. And or means, okay, say she died, it's or. You just need one It's person. like, yeah, you just sign it, and it's like done. Some people don't like that because then it's like, say I'm with my mate. Yeah, and, and we it's have a or, car, and, then and it's like or. And then say it. he has a gambling addiction or something, and then he sells everything, yeah. and I can't even get a say in that. I would say, whatever, fuck it, okay? You have to have trust with a person to do that. And if you marry someone and they screw you over in that way, the Lord will provide again. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Then you know what? Just don't put their name on anything. you have bigger problems than just and and or on a contract. (laughs) Because, like, you don't even have to put a second person. You don't have to. But But if you choose to put a second person, always put or. But say I'm married and I buy a house while I'm married with this person, but I... But now that we're married, everything's common property. But because I had stocks, I think this is how it works. Because I had stocks before we were married and I only contributed to those stocks. And then I buy a house on my own with the investments I made apart from him. He doesn't have as much of a say in it when it comes time to divorce. I think there's like something there. I'm sure. I'm sure he gets some sort of say in it. See, our father explains this all to us because... It's very important to know, like, I think it all comes down to assets and investments if you want financial stability in a relationship. Like, I think the idea of, like, separate bank accounts, it's just so naive. It's, like, it's so naive, you know? I don't think so at all. No, I think it is because there is no security with that. There's absolutely none, you know? Because it's, like, if you divorce, those are up for grabs. If you, and it's, like... Well, yeah, but why are we talking in the terms of divorce? Because that's why people have them. Why else would people have them? Separate accounts? Yes. People do that to keep track of their money. That's like the point. It has nothing to do with divorce reasons. That's not at all why people well, do that. Well, that's how you set up the it's question. It's for organizational purposes. That's how you set up the question. Uh, no, I just You asked, said if this person said, turns bad, then now I have something to lean on. But I said that's what people would think. That's why there's a distrust in it. But mm-hmm. I was asking which one do you think would be more beneficial? The, what I think is I think just to have like a joint bank account. Mm-hmm. Like, when that girl said they have a joint one, then they're separate ones, I thought that was, like, brilliant. 
I think it's like I think it's good to definitely like I think the structure of how it should look is like everyone sees what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you can have separate bank accounts. You, yeah, you can things. have separate bank accounts and have both names on it. Like, like you can make a bunch. Yeah, like I think that I mean because if you have mortgages and things, those all come out of specific bank accounts. Like you, it basically comes down to budgeting. If we're talking about joint it's more for living. yeah, like budgeting. Reasons, yeah, like. Because say, like, your mortgage hits. Okay, your mortgage is pretty fat, you know? You want it to hit the bank account that has the most money, which is probably going to be your joint bank account. So from there, where both of your paychecks come in, then your mortgage gets taken out, and then what you have left, you disperse, you know? But you wouldn't... podcast becoming? I don't know. We talk about politics, I'm talking about banking... (laughs) This is, these are good things to know if you get in a relationship. These are good things to know. Because, I mean, like, relationships are fun and there's a lot of things, but it's, like, the financial part of relationships, I don't think people really No, it's, about. like, totally fallen to the wayside. I think days. it has. Like, yeah. I think they focus so much on, like, well, women should also pay for dates that, like, they don't realize they have to, like, buy a house one day. Yeah. And it's, like, like what but are you also, saving for? also, it's, like, <laughs> I think the idea, too, just in general, of, like, our generation, it's a very, like, negative, pessimistic view on the future. And they're so busy rah rah rawing about minimum wage that they don't even understand that that is going to set them back so much further if they ever want to create something or build something yeah. or invest in something, you know? And it's like, well, it doesn't much matter because I work hand-to-mouth anyways and I have no money and I spend it all on this apartment in this vibrant, beautiful city that I love but I hate because I have to pay for parking I have to pay for air I have to pay for bags I have to pay you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. how happy are you and then you're you're saying that minimum wage needs to go up why you want to pay $50 for your bread like you don't want to get a better job like you don't want to get a better job like you just want to like you don't want to give those people better like opportunities you just take as much money as you can from the local Ralphs yeah like come on dude just get a better job it's like, like there has to be people, better service jobs as people well people don't want to work hard they being don't. a server is not hard that's why you don't get paid much to do it but being being a lawyer is hard. Being a doctor is hard. That's why you get paid more money. Yeah. They're not greedy capitalists or like money hungry, you know, people. Well, I personally just, have beef with doctors. I mean, I don't like doctors. Lawyers They're are, just bastards. The jury is out on lawyers too. But the point is the more skilled a job is, the more money it's it true, should It's true because it takes be. more research and more time. Like it's yeah. a lot of knowledge. That's why they act the way that they do. That's like, why, those people. yes. <laughs> I hate them. But it's like, I'm sorry, but taking someone's order of French fries and a Coke, why do I have to pay you $50 to yeah, do that? Like, yeah, like, because why? you have a family to support. You know what? That's so funny. I just saw a thing. I don't know if the video was to make fun of it or if it, or if it didn't, but it was like, if you can't, like, if you can't feed them, don't breed them. The government is not your baby daddy. And I thought that was so funny. That's so funny. Because it's, like, true. And it's, like, why? In the name of sexual vitality? Like, yeah. Sexual what? liberation. Like, sexual liberation. You're going to have these kids. You can't even fucking feed because you work on an in and out. Like, figure it out, dude. I mean, like, and what it's is not, worth it to you? It's really not that much harder. You know? It's not, but then that's why they want abortion to be so bad. It's like, oh, so you can keep prolonging your responsibility. It's and just like, all of it is a way to prolong responsibility. It's just all And then when you government. get with someone and you say, like I say to these guys I meet, you know, I could buy a house. Like, come 
2022, I'm looking to really, like, buy this house, right? Yeah. And what do they all do? Well, I live in this city, and I pay for I pay for my parking, I pay for my gas, I pay for my meters, I pay for my house, I pay for my utilities, I pay for the bags at the grocery store because I'm being fucked on that, I pay for the straws at the restaurant because I'm being fucked on that because I voted for all this to make me unhappy. So then by the time I do meet a girl that's worth dating and wants to build something, I have no money to give you because I was too busy living in this city that makes me paranoid and disrupted all like, the time. Like, the government really did a very good job at curating the culture to focus all our efforts on small social issues in order to completely destroy the future so that when the time comes we will be dependent on them exactly and it's like and that's what people aren't realizing it's like the reason you feel hopeless isn't because like it is because of politicians it's not because of big corporate it's not because of any of these things like these things have existed for how many years like how many hundreds of years like coca-cola has been around since like when i know like the 20s or whatever yeah it's like these corporations have always existed and people have been able to provide for themselves what makes you so different yeah and it's like what are the changes you're making that makes it more harder for you to jump those hurdles like Mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's weird and then it's like that people blame it on the boomers but not at all like i wouldn't say that at all it's the increase of minimum wage from people who are like finding a harder time to get a job and then now like education and then also people don't talk about immigrants yeah what's our what's the basic what's the basic like um the basic knowledge level, like they say, like the average, the average, like is of a third grader. What's that part that's average blank well, of a third know. grader? It was in Candace's book. She was talking about it. But it's like those who graduate, say like middle school and move on to high school, like their average like intelligence level is that of a third grader. Wow. But, like that's not, that's not accurate. But like that, you know what I'm saying? I can't. I no, know that. I don't. I don't it's like I'm missing that blank phrase. That's right in there but in the inner cities it's true it's oh in the inner cities it's totally true they're the shittiest education. and then it's like tell me how like tell me how beverly hills is different than an inner city mm-hmm. like honestly tell me how why because it's the streets are a little cleaner like i've never seen the difference between that and we've grown up in la yeah you know and it's like okay maybe rodeo drive is a nice stretch of la but other than that half a block honestly the whole city's pretty pretty bad you know yeah I mean? and especially now and that's what makes it frustrating is um is that instead of talking about how you can build for your future, we're talking about what has been taken away from that future building. You yeah, know? it's true. And to the point where young people who are getting together think financial stability is hiding a bank account from the other person. Yeah. Like, how naive is that? You know? Yeah. Like, that's just, it's such a misunderstanding of basic economics. It is. And it's like... And nobody wants to take... It's not even, like, getting a job from in and out You could become a receptionist somewhere or a paralegal. And from there, like, companies will work with you to help encourage and facilitate growth in the company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, our mother, she's foreign. She worked at a marketing firm in L.A. They paid for her accounting classes to become accountant yeah, in the company. Did. And she started in marketing. You know, like, they will help you. But because we bogged down those corporations while buying things from Amazon, they're less apt to help us. Yeah. And they give me a not living wage. Yeah. Because I'm ungrateful. Because we let them. Like, because we, we let, let them. them. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's all so degenerative and it's very upsetting. Because then when I meet a guy, he's so busy wanting to be, see, I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm in an urban city. What do you do? Oh my gosh. Wait, you weighed it. You stayed at home. You saved your money. You busted your ass. 
well, I was busy living this vibrant life. Well, what did you do? I traveled to seven countries. Yeah. You know, I've traveled to all these countries, all these cities. I've seen the world. I've gone knee deep in all these things politically. And I now I'm going to be able to save and buy a house. I have investments. I have all these things. But you were living in a vibrant city this whole time doing what exactly? Feeling bad for yourself and being poor. Yeah. You know? Because I think people think that the key to happiness is to, like, move away from your, like, suburban homes and, like, all this stuff. And, like, to a point that's true. But if you don't do anything to grow or to learn or to invest yourself in the community in which you live, and if your only answer is to make mean tweets about Jeff Bezos, which is neither here nor there. But it's, like, it makes no sense. Because you buy from Amazon anyway. It's, like, like that you, pisses you me off. You feed big corporate anyway. Don't you want to eat the rich or something? Yeah. Like, like stop giving them your money. Yeah, like, to stop like i don't get like like people, i'm sorry but you can live with that's one of the dumbest shit i've seen on amazon i know and like it's things that breathe laziness like it's tiring and it's, and like, it's like i also, know i know that there's someone out there who sells it and it's like do you want to pay a little bit more to help somebody else meet their livable wage or do you just want to keep lying in the pockets of the man who's gonna eat you i know alive? and it's like and i it's don't like, like i don't understand because i've heard some people who really hate big business and everything and then when i found out they have hbo max disney plus Amazon Prime. I'm, I'm like, like oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, just stop do, it. do you not have <laughs> conviction? Like, so you yell at the everyday man because you keep giving money to the people you actually are angry yes, with. Yes, exactly. Like, shut up. And it's like, listen, like, we have Netflix, but that is hanging on a thread. That, that is, is actually hanging, hanging That is in the thread. balance. I don't know. I, I like, I think about it on off and on about whether or not we should keep it. And it's like, those things make an impact. I don't have an Amazon Prime account. I buy about two things from Amazon every few months because that's the only place I can find them you know what I'm saying but I'm not going to Amazon and I'm not going to be buying that shit because I'm just bored like people literally I know buy things buy things because they're bored you know what you know what and then they're like I have no money you know what this is actually a thing that you can do with Amazon you can sign up to be like a reviewer for them and every month or so or whatever or maybe every week like they send you a big box filled with different products and it tells you what stores and stuff they are and you leave reviews on their website and wow. you can do that for free like that's a free thing that they can do wow I'm like people do that and i looked and i was like well i like getting free shit you know what i mean i'm like but not only does this like totally feed into it it's like they send you the worst stuff of and course. it's like some of it's ugly clothing and some of it's like dog treats and i'm like oh, yeah. it's just nasty because they want they those are the ones but the point is this Financial stability, if we're talking about it in relationships, it goes far beyond just a bank account separation. Which it's I think like, people need you to know learn. what? Relationships, people really need to start thinking about things in the future tense because so many people in this generation, they always say, Well, I never thought I'd even live to this age. And it's like, do it's you, like you know what? Oh my gosh, you know what was so. You know what? This seems to be a big question that pops up in my life where it's like, like, um, my juvenile justice teacher when I was in college, she said like years ago she because she's been really involved in like inner cities and gang members and stuff and so she said that she was talking to some guy one day like at like a like church function like this gang member kid he's like 16 or whatever and he like keeps making jokes about how he's like not gonna live like never gonna get out of there like he's gonna die by the time he's 18 she was like do you want to die like do you want to die and he was like "Uh, no and she's like why do you live like you want to like she's like why do you keep making choices that make wow. you die, like, and stuff like that. Like, she said things like that and, like, yeah. made that kid, like, mad. Because that, and, like, And then yeah. it was, like, yeah. And then when Lauren was saying about oh, that pastor. Yeah. And, like, the guy's, like, yelling at him and the pastor just looks at him. He's, like, are you afraid to die? Yeah. And he's, like, I think about it every night. And it's, like, fuck. Like, people out here yell because they're afraid of, like, death. And yeah. it's, like, finance, like, 
like culture has bred death like endless death endless disappointments anxieties and everything it's like kids in the 50s didn't have this shit and it's like oh you can be like well they just like were dismissed no they fucking weren't like no, no they were not no, they dismissed were not. and it's like what's the difference what is the big difference that has deteriorated society so quickly you. freedom right god liberation yeah <laughs> lack like, of god is what's caused all i know and malarkey. it's like every every step they get closer to the things they want is just one more reason to be angry yeah and you know what and it's very interesting because yeah, yeah, yeah. in an effort to be good, we have taken out goodness. Yeah, we have. And, and it's, so it's yeah. like, you know what? Like, and I've said this and I do want to say it. Look at the things you vote for and you believe in and like see what never got through. And it's like if all your things got through and you really don't like the way things are, maybe you should think about what you're voting for. Yes. And it's like that's not a crazy thing to say. Like, that's, that's not, not a crazy, crazy thing, thing to say. say. I think it's, it's crazier like, to think that what you vote for doesn't impact you. It's, I know. So how much was your grocery bag when you when you pay for that? Ten cents, right? Because that was a bill that was passed to save the turtles. That's why you also have to pay when you use a straw. No, actually, you don't pay because the restaurants take on that burden for yeah, you. Yeah, they do. But that's why they ask. But you think that doesn't correlate with that? It was a prop that was passed specifically yeah. in California. It was passed so. so so, and it's like people don't even understand how plastic bags work. They die all the time and now they're thicker and they are not going to I know. Our dad said that. He's like, so, <laughs> so you're going to charge me money for a plastic bag that's even thicker that will be even harder for an animal to escape from? He's like, like people aren't going to change their habits. People don't understand. Like, I have seen videos of, like, wildlife getting, t- yeah. like, in. And I know what it looks like. Like, I knew about this turtle thing back in sixth grade. Yeah, everyone Like, knows. I knew about this turtle thing. Yeah. But I've also seen when a seagull gets stuck in a paper bag, uh, they can get through because it tears apart. Yeah. Or, like, a fish can get through. But I'm, like, looking at this bag, and I'm like, nothing's getting through this. Yeah. I know. I know. It's like nothing's getting through. And it's, like, bold of you to assume that just because you pay for it, people are going to have more responsibility over it. It's yeah. like, no, people don't care. You know people I mean? don't. Well, see, this is where knowledge comes in. And it's also not having the fear of knowing. And then, because the whole point is like, no, people don't want to work hard and they want to get paid $50 to serve French fries because they, like, for some reason, the reality of just trying a little harder is so insurmountable to them. Yeah. And that's where the crux of this all comes from. It's like, here's from. the thing. I'm happily unemployed, but I am aware of the cost of that. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it's, it's like, like, I am no one's responsibility. Like, I made that choice. I lie in it. I don't ask people to cater to that shit. Yeah. It's a choice that everyone makes. And it's like the the burden, quote unquote, of learning how to be financially stable or getting out of your situation. It is not as insurmountable as it seems. It is not to say that it is not difficult. Anything in life worth having is difficult. It's like we're difficult, so focused on keeping the earth alive like, and yet we do nothing to actually feed ourselves. And it's yeah. like you are dying, sacrificing yourself for things I don't care about. Yeah, you. and it's like I bust my ass at jobs I've hated. And now I have the ability to have an asset, which maybe that's not your goal. Maybe your goal isn't to have an asset. Maybe you bust your ass every day so you can buy a plane ticket to some third world country and help them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a noble cause too. That's worth doing it for as well. But it's like just to sit there and say I need to pay get paid fifty dollars for French fries because I have to go and see my therapist. And my parents cut me off. It's just not a noble cause. Yeah, it's just not. Like, and it also get your shit together. and then in a relationship, you bring nothing to the table financially because you have to, even though it's not like sexy well, I, or fun to talk about. No, but no, but people talk about that though. I would say I like both people have to bring something to the table. They have to bring something to the table. Yeah. I know. I don't know if we made our point on this. I don't think we did. But to be honest, I don't know what point I wanted to make. So I'm pretty satisfied. I guess the point is don't be afraid to talk about finances with your significant other. Yeah. That's the thesis. 
Pretty good. Yeah. Just be honest. And you know what? There is a future, so you better fucking prep for it. Yeah, prep for it. Prep for the future. Learn about it. Learn from history. Don't make the same mistakes. Yeah. All this good stuff. And also know that the fear living in fear gets you literally nowhere. Because if you're like, listening make to this plan. now, if you're listening to this now and you're governed by fear, then then please look back five years ago and how much different is your life now. Yeah. Because I live in fear of doing things or I'm afraid of failing or I'm afraid of whatever. But it's like I keep going and because of it, I'm sitting in a far better place to provide for my family one day because I don't just do it I don't do all of this so I have financial so I have an out if my marriage goes bad yeah that's not my first thought and if that's your first thought then I would say look into your heart because then what's the point of you getting in a relationship yeah you know my first thought the reason I sacrifice and try so hard is because I saw people before me do that for their families yeah which is me my I'm the family you know yeah and that's what I think about doing for my children you know, if it goes sideways with the guy, like, the Lord is going to provide and it's going to be fine. But it's, like, I want to set it up so they can have a good platform from which to, you know, jump off from just like I did, you know? Yeah. And I don't think that is, like, privilege or, what is it, entitlement. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. And I think using those words, very incongruous and naive. Yeah, it is. Because, like, who's thinking, I'm going to be financially stable, so if my marriage goes bad, I can leave his ass. That's so selfish. Like, no, maybe well, think, I'm going to be married. financially stable, so I have a good foundation on which to build with the person that comes in my life. That's what we should be saying. Yeah. Okay, now we've made our point. There we go. I know. <laughs> good job, lad. Okay, well, hope you enjoyed <sighs> Love you, love episode. you, dubbies. Hopefully you got something out of it. Our dog is awakening. I know, he's awakening. I call him jaundice now. I think it's funny. Yeah. My He's little jaundice, jaundice though. I, I had He's told got jaundice. I told our father about that and he got all angry. He's yeah. Like, our mom gets mad too. Like she's like, stop saying that about him. He's fine. I think it's a funny name. Like you yell in your backyard and the neighbors don't know what's happening. I guess not. <laughs> Disease. <people laughs> jaundice. Anyways, okay, we love <laughs> okay, you. Love you, love you, Dubbies. Mama, mama, mama. Talk to you next week.